This is the Chris Dunn Health and Fitness Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Chris Dunn Health Fitness Podcast. Um, it's been a couple of weeks. Um, it's my first podcast in a few weeks. I got married a couple of weeks ago and went to America for our honeymoon. So i um, back now feeling a bit sorry for myself and trying to get back into training after eating like a pig for a couple of weeks. But no, I had a great time. Wedding was great. Um, and the honeymoon was even better. It was just it was a great couple of weeks in our lives. So, um, but it's good to be back and uh, getting back into training. Uh, a couple of marathons coming up and back into ranting and raving on these podcasts. So today will be a quick enough one just to to get back into it. Next week we're going to have a guest speaker on. Uh, it's a good friend of mine. He's a local man here beside me. Ray Casten is his name. He's a ultra, 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 ultra marathon runner. This guy has recently completed um, a hundred mile in in one in one race 100 mile challenge so um, we're going to get him on next week to talk all things running and how he got started and how you can get started uh, but for today I'm going to have to have my say on what's going on with Slimming World I'm sure most people have seen it now there's been debates going on ever about um, changing food from having no sins to all of a sudden having sins so what's happening there Um can you eat late in the evening? Does eating late in the evening put on fat? I'm going to cover that in a little bit. Um, advice if you're new to fitness. And um, things like should you be lifting heavy weights when you're in the gym? So I'm going to keep it relatively quick um, and just try and get a little bit of helpful information out there. So first up has to be Slim and World. So we've seen yesterday or the day before um, Slim and World suddenly changed their Muller. I think it's the Muller yogurt. From sin-free to all of a sudden, it's very sinful now to eat that. Um, I mean, I'm not going to rant and rave. Slimming World's fine. I've no problem with anything that's helping people um, lose weight, get healthier, uh, get fitter. If it's working for someone, uh, that's great. If it doesn't work for you, it probably won't ever. But um, it's the reason I, I'm, I'm guessing, I, like I haven't researched into it too much, but the reason I'm, I'm guessing they have changed it is because anything we perceive to be free free so they're taking it so free i can eat as much of it as i want so this is what's happening so it's like i spoke in one of my previous podcasts that do not assume just because something is healthy or perceived to be healthy that you can overeat it because you can't so my guess is that the muller sin free yogurt was getting harshed out of it <laughs> for the want of a better word i'd imagine people were overeating this yogurt because it was sin free and then jumping on their scales once a week or whatever and nothing's changed so i reckon slim and world done a bit of investigating and it was aha this is getting uh, too much and um, so all of a sudden we're going to make it one sin um that's just my thinking behind that i mean at the end of the day slim and world is a money making machine it does help um it does help a lot of people but there is in my opinion better ways um to do things um but like again if, if you're new to something if you're very overweight maybe and um, if you don't train much and you just like you like to do something and you you like the social part of getting into slimming world and getting weighed and you think that keeps you motivated well knock yourself out you mean um yeah i'm all for whatever's working for anyone so yeah um that's that um i always get a lot of doesn't eating late at night add weight? Well, no. I mean, eating at, does eating after six o'clock is a bad idea, isn't it? Well, no. I mean, the calorie is the same at six o'clock in the morning as it is at six p.m. in the evening. Um, the reason, the reason I speak about this now is because I had someone say to me the other day, "Oh, I think you're wrong, Chris, because I give up eating after six o'clock and I lost weight." 
Well, fucking of course you did. Um, one, you've just cut a lot of calories out of your day because, you know, who doesn't eat a lot from six o'clock and even onwards when they're at home or who doesn't want to eat a lot? That's the time where you'd really struggle to, to stay the course, if you know what I mean. You know, you're not up at six o'clock in the morning eating tubs of Ben and Jerry's and cookies. No, we want to do it in the evening when we're sitting at home watching TV or whatever it is, you know. So that's why someone can say, oh, I lost a load of weight after six in the evening from stopped eating. Well, of course you did. You've cut out a shitload of calories that you were normally consuming at that time of the day. That's where the weight loss came from. Whereas if you were monitoring calories and you, 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 know, you know you still have a couple of hundred left, you can eat them at 12 o'clock at night if you want. It's not going to add fat to you if you haven't overeaten your calories. Um, I know I'm always going back to the calories, but it's always going to come down to calories in, calories out. Freaking always. I said I'm going to try and uh, not course as much um, during this podcast, but um, sometimes you can get carried away because people will argue, you know, oh, no, you, you definitely put on weight if you eat after 9 o'clock or if you eat this. You will if you're after eating a shitload already that day, you know. Um, a really easy approach or the best approach I find is... Know your calories for the day, multiply it by the seven days out of the week, and just bloody adhere to that, you know? So that way, if you know you're being good, decent, whatever, during the week, and you want to have your pizza at the weekend, and you know it's within your overall calories, well, go for it, you know? Um, but eating late at night is fine once you're not after overeating everything all day, if that makes sense. Um, and I suppose, as I said at the start of the podcast, advice for new to fitness that would be some advice if you're new to it and you don't know where to start just get a trainer get someone to work out your calories it's quite simple to do well i'll tell you now how you do it you know if you're a guy a simple way to work out your calorie maintenance for the day is weigh yourself in kg and multiply that by 24 that will give you a number in the couple of thousands high one thousands That'll be your number for the day. That's what you can eat that would keep you the same weight. Now, simply just come in slightly underneath that and um, watch the magic happen. Similarly for ladies, you weigh yourself. The number you get in kg, you multiply it by 22, okay? Now, again, it's not going to be spot on for everyone, but it's pretty damn close. It's a pretty damn good um, formula. And... Yeah, just, just, you know, multiply that by the seven then and stay slightly under it whilst enjoying foods that you like. Sin-free muller rice, if you like, you know, whatever works for you. Um, <laughs> and that's that's my thoughts on that one. I think the last one, again, I said I'm going to keep it short. It's only going to be 10 minutes today, maybe. You get a lot of questions. Should you be lifting heavy weights to get better results in the gym? Well, if you can't freaking lift them, no. I mean, you know, there is ways of working out exactly if you want to be really specific with stuff but like i mean just for general training if you're lifting a weight and you're saying to yourself right or you have a program to follow and you need to lift something 10 to 12 times if you've put weight in that bar and you can only lift it four times it's too heavy okay the same if if you're going for the 10 to 12 reps and you can do 20 it's a little bit too light you know so you work it out yourself you don't have to be busting blood vessels breaking your back and doing all sorts of silly shit with weights in the gym to be getting results you can just train smart if you want to train for longevity if that makes sense you start lifting mad weights that you're not able for you're going to pretty soon be injured and and doing a whole lot of nothing um so yeah you need to be careful when it comes to that um also i done a instagram story yesterday just on the whole macro thing as well you know i had loads of people and normally when i say i had loads of people 
uh, or when people go, you know, I had loads of messages on Instagram about this. We don't really. You're just something you say. But this time, I actually had quite a few arguments about um, the macros. You know, like, do you get better results fat loss wise if you're counting your macros? No, you don't. Um, you get better fucking results if you're controlling your calories. Control your calories, you're controlling your macros. But like, in terms of macro splits for losing weight, it doesn't fucking matter. And that's the truth. Uh, you, you, you know. My advice is, without weighing out anything, macros, sorry, for anyone that doesn't know, is just your, your proteins, your carbs, and your fats. They are macronutrients, macros. Um, have a protein source with, every, with your main meals, if you can. So say your breakfast, your lunch, your dinner, try and have a protein source with them. Protein will keep you more full. It's going to help you sustain your muscle mass. And... Yeah, and then split the rest up between your carbs and your fats. It doesn't really matter how you do it um, whilst keeping yourself in your calorie deficit. So don't worry about getting the scales and, and putting a half a quarter spoonful of, of oats into something, you know, and worrying that it's going to put you overweight because it won't. So um, that's the crack there. Now, again, look, if you're going to be a pro bodybuilder, there is benefits of macro splitting, okay? But for just... 90% of us normal people who just want a little bit of health and fitness, want to lose a little bit of weight, don't worry about counting out macros, okay? Because it'll wreck your head, you won't do it for long, and you'll get frustrated, and it'll all go to shit after that, and you'll be back to square one, okay? So that was my podcast for today. I know it was short just to get things back moving again after I was away, and let me tell you, I did not macro count when I was in the States. I ate, supersized everything, but... I enjoyed it. You had to live. I feel a little bit chunkier than I normally do. Um, a little bit more sluggish, but I'm working on it now again. The gym, doing my runs. We have a lot coming up over the next month or so. And um, we're going to keep keep at it, you know? So never stop. Um, so I'll leave it there. As I said, next week, our next guest speaker is Ray Casson. You're going to love it. He's going to have some really good insights for you if, if you just if you want to run 100 miles or if you want to run one mile. This man uh, has the info of how to get started and, and the mentality especially what you need to, to do something like that because I couldn't do it I go running with this man once a week and we do 20 or 30k sometimes and uh, you know it's tough but I would, before I finish I've recently completed my first marathon now marathons were never my thing and I never would have done it without this man because he paced out everything you're going too fast we're going too slow it just to the last detail he had it sorted you know so you're really going to want to catch this podcast next week and i hope you enjoyed this one and uh see you soon bye bye